Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 39, with number 39, uh, Kyle Cunningham. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Racetech.com. Use the code PULPAMEX18 to save at Racetech. The OEMs have a tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combine that with trying to keep costs as low as possible, and you're left with suspension that can be improved. Racetech provides personalized suspension setups designed specifically for you and your type of riding for all types of vehicles out there. Also, uh, FXR Racing, uh, fxrracing.com. Pulpamex30 is the code to get 30% off your next gear purchase. FXR prides itself on the quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off-road gear. So now you know, thanks to Racetech and thanks to FXR, now you know about them. Let's get into our guest this week on the Privateer Island Life podcast he's on hep suzuki team he wears fxr he uses race tech a lot of veteran of the sport kyle cunningham what's up kyle how are you man oh doing pretty good just uh actually finally back in texas but um, made it back in time for the bad weather i guess oh is it is it uh not good for riding no it's uh it's been pretty crazy this week um I got back before Dallas, and it was about 70 degrees, and then this week the temps dropped to 29, 30, and it's been icing for two or three days. So oh, boy. It's been a little crazy. Yeah, so no riding this week, going into Tampa with no, no practice? Yeah, pretty much just uh, uh-huh. trying to stick with the training schedule, you yep, know, it's, yep. even uh, not being able to get outside and get on the bicycle, the stationary you know is a ton of fun but uh, (laughs) you know we're still still training and working and you know you don't forget how to ride in a week but uh yeah show up to tampa and be ready to go yeah no you listen you know what you're doing you're you've raised a few supercrosses in your day you'll be fine um Hey, so I've I've uh, you've been one of those guys that uh, stuck around 250 class for a long time. You did ride some 450 supercrosses here and there, and you had some good finishes. and 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 I've told you this privately and and, and publicly. Like I've always felt like a guy like you, you know, move to 450s full time. The money's better. Uh, get on with uh, you know trying to strive towards the top ten and 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 go from there. And and so now you're doing it for the first time. We're uh, we're seven rounds down as we do this. You are 19th in the points. You've missed one main event, but basically every week you're a main event guy. So how's the season going for you? Are you are you happy with the jump up to 450s? Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, the 450s been a little different. Um, it's been great to, you know, in the off season we kind of got a late start as usual. Kind of the last few years have been that way. So, um, you know, but to keep the relationship with Suzuki that I had um, after working with them in 16 and then last year getting to be on the the JGR program, um, you know, AGP started up, newer program, uh, you know, so they're learning every week. But, you know, I was happy I could keep the relationship with Suzuki and move forward and get my feet wet in the 450. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I still feel like I got a a lot of racing left in me. I don't feel like I've nearly accomplished, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what I want to, but, you know, that was the plan. It was, uh, you know, I think we got to training and testing uh, middle, close to almost the end of November. So, you know, we got a late jump. They're learning. I'm learning, obviously. uh, You know, the Suzuki's a great bike, but the 450 is, you know, a whole different animal from, 
you know, what I've spent uh, time on with the 250 over the years. So, yeah. you know, each weekend we, we learn a little bit more. Um, I think the biggest thing with me I've kind of noticed, uh, you know, on the 250, when we were a little off setting-wise, depending on how the tracks change every weekend, I could kind of get away with it right, and still right. ride the bike hard. And, you know, that's the difference when you uh, have the power under you that uh, the 450s put out. you got to have all your ducks in a row and everything work in the right way. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel, like, I feel like we've been close. I know a lot of people don't know in the off-season I had a big crash at Swan and messed my shoulder up pretty bad and man i felt like for for six weeks seven weeks it was finally at the point when it was good and then when i had the crash in oakland i kind of i guess messed it up a little bit again just from a past injury so mm-hmm. you know i've been dealing with that a little bit but you know for me uh i'm not completely happy but i'm happy i got a, a great team behind me um Suzuki behind me also um you know, we're having fun and we're learning every week, but, you know, still the goal is to get up there in the front of the pack and, and run with those guys. And there's, you know, been some mistakes last weekend. I probably had an opportunity to have my best result yet so far. And, uh, you know, I made some mistakes, um, had a little issue and ended up crashing, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, we're staying healthy. I want to be there for all 17 yeah. rounds and, uh, I'm having fun with it at the moment. Motor is so important in 250s, and then chassis and suspension is so much more important in 450s, huh? Like just the the weight and the way the bike gets away from you um, is two different things in each class that are, that are more important. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I went from you know being in the lights class at 154 pounds. I'm probably more of closer to the heavier guys in the class um and you know now it's it's the complete opposite with the 450 but for sure i mean 250 wise i I felt like no matter what team i've been at or or Mm -hmm. you know racing the 250 on my own we're always looking for power looking for more yeah um you know especially the level of bikes that some of those guys are on i mean it's pretty crazy you look at lap times 250 to yeah. 450 wise and you know Zacho and some of those guys they're running the same times as close to the same times as the leaders in yeah. the 450 class so but yeah for sure you're right uh you know chassis wise is really important um with the 450 and you know this year the 18 rmz 450 is a little different than what i've written in the past so you know we're learning a new bike as well but you know like i said everyone's mm-hmm. uh everyone's working hard together i'm not fretting on the way it's gone it can only get better i just got to keep uh keep working and keep pushing myself forward and Mm -hmm. i have a couple guys that are keeping me busy with the training program and i have a good team behind me so i know if uh if i keep my head down and just keep working towards it eventually we'll get there and hopefully it'll be uh sooner than later yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, you've definitely got the skills. You've shown it before. Now, uh, I don't know if you know this, Kyle, but I have an 18 RMZ 450. I'm a member of RM Army like you. Oh, yeah. Everybody should be. Right. So, now look, I'm no way am I comparing myself to you or my bike to yours or anything, but I've spent a lot of time on it, or a fair amount of time on it. And t- correct me if I'm wrong, it's a bike that doesn't do anything really great to me anyways it has a good motor but not a great motor it handles good but not great 
but it also doesn't do anything bad. Like, there's nothing where you're like, oh, I got to – this is terrible on this bike. Like, it, it isn't a good all-around base, I think, for a guy like you to start with. Do you agree? Is there something that that um, you, you think is wrong with, with what I said? No, I mean, I agree. I think the bike, unlike you, I don't notice, you know, even when I'm feeling things, it's not, uh, you know, it's, I guess that's the right word. It's more of a feel, especially being a, a smaller guy on the bike mm-hmm. um, compared to you guys I'm racing with. But, uh, you know, it, it doesn't do anything crazy. It's not like it's ever really at the point where, I'm like, whoa, you know, I mean, I had my crash in Oakland and last weekend, and those were kind of, you know, my mistakes. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, I've been able to uh, stay healthy from those for the most part. But, uh, you know, Suzuki's provided a great bike, I think, with anybody that's out there racing right now. could say the same thing. I mean, all the bikes are so great right now. And, yep. Um, I'm on a good motorcycle. I think it's just more... Uh, learning the 450 and tailoring it a little bit more to what I like as compared to, you know, someone like Weston or anyone over there, they might want something completely opposite. Um, you know, but for me, I like the Suzuki. I like the motor. Um, like you said, it's maybe a little more, uh, on the mellow side of some stuff I've written in the past, but yeah, I really like the the power delivery, the way the bike turns, um, you know, the way it, uh, you know, and we've been making progress every week. I think it's just those those small changes for me because I'm a big feel guy to yep. have things on the right way and working the right way. And, you know, when you look at the lap times on the weekend and, you know, you're qualifying 15 to 18 and, you know, one second or less than a second, we put you yep. up near 8, 9, and 10. You yep. know, it's just the class is so fast right now, especially – compared to, like you said, the 450 races I had done in the past. And, uh, man, I think that's a great thing with the sport right now is everyone, whether it's 250, 450, I mean, those Mm -hmm. are both professional classes, and every single person on that line um, is really pushing the limits. And, you know, even 450-wise, when you're lining up in the gate, I I think, uh, you know, at least 15 or 16, 15 of the guys that are – on the starting gate with you or, you know, past champions, yeah. nobody's, nobody's a slouch out there. So, you know, we're learning every week, like I said, and, you know, I'm having fun with it and I'm just, you know, happy that, uh, yeah. things are going the way they are and we're just going to keep building. Um, new team this year, Hep Motorsports, uh, Dusty Pipes got something to do with it. George Holland's got something to do with it. Uh, like you said, it was a late start for that, but, and you've been on some real good teams in the past. So how's Hep Motorsports? Like, what, how's it going from a startup team? Um, you know, what do you, what's your thoughts on the team? Yeah, I mean, I think the team's doing a great job. There's, uh, you know, like you said, Dustin, Aaron Pipes, uh, George Holland, Billy Ersenak, uh, you know, a ton of more, um, you know, guys that are helping out with the team. Uh, Richard, Billy's nephew, Andrew, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really a huge effort on top of, like you said, we had a late jump and man, there were guys that didn't even have anything to do with the team and guys who were sponsoring the team, you know, when we were scrambling to get stuff ready, uh, you know, for the first round, but I think they're doing a great job. I know it's something that, uh, they're looking to hopefully build, um, 
for the future. And, you know, obviously those people involved know a lot about racing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, I think with newer teams, it's just like anything, you got to start somewhere. And over the years, as you stick with that manufacturer, you learn more. Uh, you obviously have more spare stuff, more motors, whatever it may be, um, you know, but uh, those guys are doing a really good job, a top-notch job on mm-hmm. a first-year effort. Um, I feel like our presence, as far as, you know, the military appreciation, the bikes turned out cool. We're really getting to do some cool things that uh, Suzuki's allowing us to do, and we have, like I said, not just one person, probably 15 different people that were helping that, have really stepped up and you know there's not a ton of pressure obviously we we all want better results i mean i want to do better on the weekends but uh you know we know we're a first year team and you uh-huh. know we're having fun and we're looking good and you know we're looking to build there's just a, a lot of the, uh you know learning that we all have to learn about each other and yeah. things that are, are trial and error as we go you know we make one change at the practice track and think it's going to be a little better. It feels better there, but you know, that's been the the big thing for me to replicate the 450 main event when the track's beat and it's had all the bikes all day. And, you know, to get things to work at that level has been uh, a little bit of the learning side, but you know, like I said, we have a ton of great sponsors on board. We have a ton of people involved and these guys are, are doing a great job. And I think they're going to be around for more than just this year to stick around, which is a really cool thing. Um, I think the sport could always use mm-hmm. more newer um, teams coming, but like I said, we also have FXR and race tech who are sponsoring this with you. Um, you know, the gear is great. Andy, all those guys over there um, have really set us up and yeah. honestly love the gear. It fits great. Um, you know, and then we have Suzuki, like I said, which has been a, a big part of helping us out. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we're doing a great job with it. I mean, they're doing a great job. And, uh, you know, I think just like me, the positive thing is, you know, when we're trying to work on things and trying to keep moving forward, obviously, because I want to be better every weekend. Um there to to help try and do that in whatever way they can and uh you know they obviously we both know things can mm-hmm. can be better so that's where we're all trying to work uh work towards getting to um right. also snuffed over there uh you know from the point i got to the shop i've known Rodane a little bit um in the past but mm-hmm. uh you know that guy is super smart he's been doing a great job he uh you know, it reminds me of the motorcycle superstore days back uh, in 16 with Jimmy when mm-hmm. Jim was kind of crew chief, motor, yeah, suspension. Yeah. Um, Snuffy has a lot on his plate, a lot for uh, one guy to do, but he seems to keep uh, Good. pulling through and keep making changes and getting things done, no matter what that means, uh, you know, if we have a day to get it done or five days to get it done, so... It's been good. Um, like I said, it's a solid group effort, and everybody's super cool. Um, we're just, you know, yep. working on being better every weekend. I st- I've been telling Pipes a little bit. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, I don't know how you can can ride and then still work with the team and still trying to manage things and everything else. I'm like, that's that's got to be impossible for you, you know. And I think he's I think he's seeing my side. I think he's I think yeah, he's I mean, agreeing with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, me and Dustin don't get to talk about that side of it yeah. too much. Um, 
you know, but even like I said with the team in the past, with Jimmy, it was kind yep. of the same thing for him. He sure, was, yeah, yeah. Being the team manager, booking the hotel rooms, doing the flights, racing on the weekends, you know, it's obviously uh, – it's a lot for, for one person to handle, but, uh, you know, they're getting it done. And, you know, like I said, we're a, we're a smaller effort, but there right. has been a ton of people that, you know, I can't even name all of them off the top of my head that, you know, when we were trying to get the rig loaded up and get it wrapped and get the stuff done and get it down to Anaheim, yeah, it's like almost the, the whole town of friends of friends and friends were – you know, there to help when we needed it. So uh, <laughs> That's good. it's been pretty cool. It's, uh, it's going good. And like I said, Dustin, Aaron, George, Billy, all those guys, Snuffy, uh, they're really doing a great job with the program so far. How's George Holland? Now I did a podcast with him. Um, he's a former national champion. Uh, he's got a, an ownership stake in this team. I did a podcast with him a couple of years ago, real soft spoken guy, real nice guy. Um, he's obviously wanting to get into, you know, racing a little more, but he's got his own business going on with the Albans and everything. But how is George to work with a little bit and deal with? I don't know how much, or, or do you have much interaction with him? I mean, George has come out a couple times um, to the track when I was staying up there in NorCal. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, he's a super nice dude. Come out and hung out with us for the day, watched some motoing, um, you know, little like you said maybe on the quieter side but he's a really awesome person and getting to kind of talk with him the little bit that i have and then he was obviously up there at uh oakland um you know it's really cool i'm sure like you said i know he has his other business so he'd probably like to be uh Mm -hmm. more involved if possible but he's definitely involved as much as he can be and uh you know, it's awesome to have a guy like that with that background be a part of the team. How nice is it, too, Kyle, getting 450 Supercross uh, purse money checks as opposed to 250 Supercross purse <laughs> money checks? I mean, good God, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Uh, you know, like I said, finishing 15, 16, 17, 18. I mean, obviously, I want to do better, but, you know you and the comments about the checks, uh, you know, they're better for sure than yeah. what the lights cost was. But, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, for me, I'd, almost, I'd rather see the better results than, than right. worry about that. So, Right. But it's been good. I um, mean, it's uh, not bad. Right, yeah, no, for sure, right? Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, uh, Privateer Island Life Podcast, Number 39 with number 39, Kyle Cunningham. Kyle, you made a couple of mentions already to, uh, in this podcast about how beat up the tracks are uh, for your main event and late in the main. We're doing time mains now. So this is, I'm guessing this is something you've really noticed, huh? Like by the end of 20 minutes plus a lap in 450 class, these things are beat. Yeah, I mean, the tracks, uh, they definitely take a beating uh, throughout the day and it all plays a part on what the dirt's like, yeah, and, yeah. you know, how much moisture was in the dirt before, you know, Oakland was, man, a pretty gnarly track for uh, the yeah. way the rhythms built stuff closer and tighter, um, which I think honestly made it a little more difficult the more rutted it got. Uh, but, you know, that's been, uh, that's been a little bit of a learning side for me. Obviously the motos are longer, 20 minutes plus one. Um, you know, on the tracks by the time the 250s are done with it, with their main events as well, 
there's minor prep going on and touch-ups only on some areas that yeah. are, you know, maybe a tiny bit on the dangerous side that dirt works feels they need to fix pretty quick or to make the racing a little better so it's not just stuck to one rut. So, but yeah, uh, late in the night, um, you know, that's kind of been the thing we've been chasing, getting suspension stuff and yep. bike to work a little better when the tracks go away and the whoops are at their worst. Um, you know, you can't you can't replicate that at the practice track. It just doesn't no. get the same way, you know, and that's something riding the lights class as long as I have. Uh, you know, I haven't really experienced that, so... That's mm-hmm. been a little bit of the little bit of the learning side, but uh, you know I feel like we're getting better. Uh, last weekend, like I said, didn't really didn't really show it uh, due to the crash, and you know mm-hmm. riding a little tight there towards the end of the moto. But um, we are making you know steady progress and getting better. We just you know got to put it together every weekend. Right. Um, and to be honest with you, training wise too, you know I'm I'm pumped. The motos are longer. I enjoy the 20 minute plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you've probably seen that in the past with the outdoor side of it. Normally I feel like I can make up some ground later in the motos. So, you know, the 20 minute plus one, I like, um, you know, I got Seth and Swanee setting up my schedules for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm working my butt off fitness wise. I feel good. I just feel like I haven't put it all together on the weekend yet, but right. it'll come eventually. Uh, your teammate, Henry Miller, is a guy that's uh, been in 250 Supercross only a couple of years, and he never had great results. But, of course, we saw him 450 Motocross last year. He just killed it. He rode great. Well, now he's 450 Supercross, and he's made a couple main events. Uh, he got hurt in the fall, of course. Is he – do you have, do you work with him? Does he ask you a lot of questions? Do you offer advice to him? Uh, a guy like yourself that's done a lot and been around a long time, I imagine, could – could help a guy like Miller out, but uh, how's that relationship going? Yeah, I mean, Henry's a super nice kid. Um, I've only, I got to hang out with him when we were staying there in NorCal. Um, And yeah, I mean, every now and again, he'd kind of pick my brain or, you know, I'd tell him when I was changing something, you know, partially uh, the reason why I was maybe thinking about going that way. So, I kind of offer my advice, uh, you know, where I can. But like mm-hmm. I was telling you, I think it's tough too because every rider rides a little bit different. Sure. You know, it's not like you can take so and so and put the other person on their setup and just expect it to be perfect for them as well. So, right. You know, Henry's a good kid. I know behind the scenes, that's what's really tough to keep up with. Uh, you know, with all of us when we're battling injuries, you know, I almost feel like every weekend somebody on the starting gate is battling a practice crash from the week or a sickness or, you know, whatever it may be. But you make the decision to race, you show up and you ride a hundred percent to your ability that night. And, you know, that's, that's all you can really do. So I know for him, he had the practice crash in the off season, uh, actually out there, first day to ride supercross he had a pretty pretty big one so you know he was coming back from that and then uh i think he deemed his shoulder up pretty good a couple weeks ago when he crashed at oakland Oakland, i know he's battling through some stuff uh you know we all are but um you know he's a good kid has a good head on his shoulders and 
um, you know, was able to show back up race last weekend and mm-hmm. put it in the main event. How's the guys at Race Tech been treating you? They're a big part of your program on that HEP team. Uh, they do some motor stuff. They do some suspension stuff. How's Race Tech uh, treating you? Yeah, Race Tech's awesome. Um, I got to work with them actually last year uh, when I was thinking about doing my own program. Um, uh, I got to work with them a little down in, in SoCal, and then mm-hmm. this year's been a, a little different. They sent us some initial settings, and then Rob and Wyatt uh, work a little bit with Snuffy on making changes mm-hmm. uh, because we five hours north up there. So, yep. but it's been good. I've already, uh, you know, like I said, I got to work with Rob and Wyatt in the past a little bit. Um, they know me pretty well. They're a great group of guys up there. So it's been uh, cool to work with them again. Uh, you know, since we only had a couple months together, uh, about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, and FXR is also a big part of this show and you're wearing their gear. Did you know much about it before you before you signed on? And when they said, "Hey, you got to wear FXR," you're just like, "Cool, all right, let's do it." And what's your yeah, thoughts about it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, obviously, last year I had my own gear deal, which I had started. Uh, you know, when I was able to do that, so mm-hmm. it's always a bummer to you know not continue relationships with people, but that's the way of the industry. But um, you know, I know uh, Cade really well, so it was cool to hear he was helping uh, mm-hmm. those guys out on the weekends. And I've gotten to meet Andy, and, man, I was impressed with the gear from the, the point they sent it. Uh, you know, it's honestly, it's great stuff. It fits really good. Mm-hmm. The, the pants are super light, not a lot of stitching, stuff like that, which I really like. And, I mean, man, they take the time to sublimate everything. Our jerseys are all, right. you know, sublimated, screened in, and, you know, it's uh, every weekend we have something different that's a newer look. So it's been really cool to work with those guys. It's uh, They're really making a push in the sport. And, you know, like you said, last year I saw a little bit of uh, FXR stuff. Um, you know, and when Dustin had told me that was the route that they were going to go, I was like, man, I'm not sure. I haven't ever, you yeah. know, worn this stuff. I hope it fits good. Right. Um, but they've honestly, uh, they've done a great job with their gear. Um, not only does it look good, it fits well. And, I mean, as you can see, uh, Jimmy D, KT, yeah. there's a ton of guys this year in the sport that uh, are wearing that FXR stuff. They're really right. making a push, and I think they're doing a great job with it. Did you enjoy your time at JGR last year? You were a fill-in for them. Um, I hang out with those guys every weekend, and obviously you mentioned Dakota's doing pretty well. How did you enjoy your time with JGR? Last year, um, you know, I I ended up actually kind of taking a seat to what I was going through, and uh, the fill-in opportunity happened with Mm -hmm. JGR. Um, You know, working with J-Bone and Coy and all the guys over there, Leroy was my mechanic and Dean and uh, Mitchell, uh, Spencer, everyone, they were a super great group of guys. I mean, from the point I went there, I'm thinking, oh, man, it's, it's <laughs> going to be completely different, you know. And yeah, yeah. It was 50 times more laid back. I mean, obviously, you know, they want results, but they're also a good group of dudes that like to sit there and joke around. So, you know, I was very fortunate to have that opportunity and work close with them and all the people over at uh, Yoshimura at that time. And, um, you know, it led into led into a full outdoor deal as well, which took me racing all year, so it was yeah. great. And 
Um, they did a good job with the program. I mean, I still I feel like on the weekends I spend about, you know, 20% of my time over there talking to Leroy or <laughs> yeah. J-Bone. I mean, J-Bone will even come over. He's pretty good friends with Billy uh, that's a partner in our team. So I was sitting in the rig at Houston, and J-Bone came over and sat down in the lounge with me in between uh, the heat and the main. Mm-hmm. Um, so we still have a pretty good relationship. Uh, you know, all those guys, they're, they're good dudes over there, and uh, it was a really cool opportunity to work with them. And even still to this point, kind of be somewhat involved with them. They're always willing to give me a pointer here or a pointer there. So yeah. it's been really good. Uh, what was it like with Leroy as your mechanic? He's a legend. He's been around a long time. Um, what was it like working with Leroy? Yeah, Leroy is a great dude, man. Uh, it was actually a really awesome opportunity to be able to work with him and learn from somebody that knowledgeable about racing that's, you know, been around for uh, a long time. I can't remember who it was. They posted a picture of him and Pastrana. And I had to snapshot it last year, and I was laughing. I'm like, dang, Lee, you've been around for a mm. while, man. <laughs> Way longer than Pastrana, bro. Oh, yeah. He, I think he started yeah. in 90 – I think he started in 94, Suzuki, 95. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think at this point he has to be with Suzuki for about 27 yeah. years. I don't know, oh, man. Yeah. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome to work with him. He, he is – a great dude he's really knowledgeable you know when it comes to seeing things on the track and uh talking about the track with me as well as you know the upkeep on the bike yeah. um he really does a great job and he's a really good dude um as far as everything goes people you know want to talk to him while he's trying to work and while he's trying <laughs> to do things so, uh you know it was a cool opportunity to to work with somebody that's been around that long and as well known as he is uh, as a mechanic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, use the code PULPAMEX30 when you go to FXRRacing.com uh, to save 30% on anything FXR has. Uh, designed by racers for racers. The design team at FXR knows the importance of comfort, fit, and takes notice on how to keep making things better. And the folks at Race Tech, whether you have a vintage bike, a modern bike, a street bike, a dirt bike, whatever, Racetech.com has got you covered on so many ways. Uh, Pulpamex18 is the code. Of course, they have the world-famous gold valves, everybody. And uh, so we thank the folks at Race Tech and FXR Racing for making this happen. Kyle Cunningham on the line. Kyle, at this point, you're, you're a veteran guy. You've been around a long time. You rode for a lot of teams, a lot of different bikes and everything else. You haven't won a championship yet, but you've stood on the podiums and you've got 8,000 top 10 finishes. Are you happy with how things have gone in your career? I mean, it can always be better, but at this point, um, are you happy with how things have been going? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it uh, it could always be better, but, I mean, it could always be worse in the same turn. Um, you know, I've made a ton of friends, met new people, uh, been fortunate to race as long as I have. And, you know, honestly, I, I feel better now than I have in the past years. I know results don't completely show it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't forgotten that I've been on the box and, and been up front and, you know, that's still the goal. That's still you know, where I want to be, but, uh, you know, it's been cool to do something this long, as long as I have, I turned pro, uh, pretty early, you know, when I was just turned 17 and man, I felt like those first, first four or five years, I didn't really hit those strides. I had the top tens, like you said, but, uh, 
you know, there were some things missing and their first string of years with star, you know, I really, I put up some good results and had some great finishes and, you know, we're still here today. I'm only, uh, I'm only 28. You know, I know people think that's, that's older in the sport, which it used to be, but, uh, you know, you look at guys like Brayton right now and Reed and, you know, there's a, a ton of dudes that are really changing that side of things in the uh-huh. sport. So, yeah. you know, I kind of, I kind of, I feel like I'm better than I have been. I know fitness and body wise, I feel better than I have in a long time. So, you know, like I said, I'm just, yep. I'm fortunate that I'm still doing it. And, uh, you know, I plan on, plan on doing it for a while longer still if I can. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's been a nice career when you can be riding that long and, and ride for these teams and, and go for this long in this sport that eats you up and chews you out. It's a successful career. I don't care what anybody says, you know, um, it's, yeah. it's, it's a miracle that it's, it happens for, for so long. Like it just you see so many guys, uh, don't make it, you know? Um, so yeah, I think you gotta be stoked. Yeah, I, mean, I, am, I think too, you know, I'm probably, I'm probably one of the few that's, that's had nothing, had a good ride, had nothing, got another good ride. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, and I, yeah. I just keep sticking to it. I know the potential's still there. I know the drive to work hard and mm-hmm. put the time in is still there. And, you know, as long as I'm willing to do that, I know I can be better than what I'm uh, being on the weekends right now. So, right. you know, for me, everything's still there. I just got to put all the pieces back to the puzzle mm-hmm. again. And, uh, you know, that only takes one weekend. You know, that's yeah. kind of what happened for me back in 2011. You know, it was the tens and the nines and the sevens, and yeah, you know, yeah. I finally started getting some decent starts and putting it up front, and it was just like clockwork. It kind of came easier than than it is right now. Um, you know, and I think that's something with the 450 that I'm learning a little bit too. I feel like I really put that pressure on myself and trying to make myself go fast, and uh, you know, I just got to go back to the basics, remember the right things to do, and eventually we'll get back up there as long as I keep uh, keep working hard to get there. One thing I admire about you, Kyle, and I've written this, I think, a few times, is you're an older guy. Like I said, you've been a long time. You're not afraid to send it and hit the ground a little bit. Like, you, you're you not – you don't ride safe. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not like, hey, I don't want to – like, you go for it. And, and, and you've had some big, big crashes, and it's – I mean, you don't. You know, that's the way you ride. That's so how you uh, how you do it. And I think it's to be admired. You're not scared. Yeah, I mean, I think I need to go back to that a little more because <laughs> I think uh, I think over the last few years I've been a lot better about. Yeah. I mean, have the the one every now and again, but uh, you know, I saw you in between the lanes this past weekend. That's why I brought that up. Somehow you ended up in between the lanes in Dallas. So. <laughs> I actually, I actually had a small issue, and we didn't figure it out till okay. one day that uh, something had broken, which changed the way uh, the bike was working a little oh, okay. bit. All uh, right. You know, but it happens. I made a small mistake. I just slid out of the turn and barely, barely grabbed the tough block with a, a foot peg, and yeah, yeah. just kind of flipped over in the middle of the lane, which was unfortunate. Was only a couple laps to go. I think I was sitting there battling for 14th. So, right. you know, I mean, I've, I've tried to change that. I know back in the earlier years, uh, you know, it was either I was up front or I was going to go down trying to be up. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. 
And that, that paid off sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it was a little brutal, but uh, well, yeah, you know, you know what? Uh, yeah, I on that. I think it's admirable, uh, admirable. (laughs) Um, Hey, listen, you're a veteran guy. You've been around a long time, so it's not like you're impressed by these names. But I talk to uh, uh, Alex Ray a lot, and I talk to some different guys that are like, dude, I can't believe I'm like battling with Chad Reed. And 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 again, you're not impressed by those type of names, but you know you've been around them quite a bit in the main events. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, like you just said, and. I had said earlier, you know, when you're in a battle for for 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, mm-hmm. 15th, it doesn't matter who's right in front of you or who's right behind you. It's somebody that has been, you know, very successful in our sport, whether it's Chad. You know, I know he's battling an injury. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe for me back in 2010, getting to race Vegas on the 450, you know, when I finished fourth, I got to, got to race Shorty, and I got to race Reed, and I got to race all those guys um, back then as well, and some of the years in between. But, uh, you know, that's what I was saying earlier. It's just, yeah, you're battling with those dudes, number one, and, you know, you know who they are, but the yeah. crazy thing is it doesn't matter if it's Chad, the guy in front of him, or the guy in front of that, you know, yeah, yeah. there's always somebody there, and you know, I think it shows lap time wise in practice. I think even, you know, some of the guys like A Ray and them have stepped up as well. Um, you know, so those times are close and mm-hmm. the field is the field is completely stacked. I mean, it it doesn't I mean, I've been fortunate the last couple weekends I've really put it together in the L C Qs to Yeah, you've been riding you've been riding yeah, you've been riding from the back up. It's been it's been tight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was going to get over that, you know, last weekend. <laughs> yeah. But I went down and then caught up to 10th and got cleaned out and then ended up going to the LCQ again. So, um, you know, but it's, you know, like everybody's saying, I'm sure you've said it, I've said it, the class is, is no joke right now. And I think it shows because, you know, there's some dudes that have finished fifth one weekend and finished 10th or 11th the next, you yeah. know, so – the class is really moving. It's a tough class, and uh, we got to keep learning that speed and getting up there with those guys to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the thing in this sport. Unless you're up in that battle and in it with those guys, you don't learn that pace and learn where you can make those improvements to be faster. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, hey, Kyle, thanks uh, thanks for the time on the Race Tech Ref- FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast. Uh, appreciate the check-in, and I wanted to find out how you like the new team and how you like life in the 450 class. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for the time, and uh, good luck going forward. I know I'll see you this weekend in Tampa. All right, sounds good. I appreciate it. Make sure you pack shorts and a T-shirt. It's going to be warm there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'll be. I'll, I'll, you're lucky I don't wear flip-flops half the time. Um, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Kyle. Thanks, man. All right, cool. Thanks, Steve.